Hey everybody, this is the Danger Hour. I am James Danger. That's right. That's where the name Danger Hour comes from, you know that? It's because of me. It's all about me. And me too, James! Uh, you're here? Don't be silly, James, I'm always here! Uh, no, I don't think you are. Last week, or uh, whenever we recorded the Nerd Show, you weren't there. I was, um... I I was... I I had to, uh... You don't have any excuse. You're right, James. I dropped the ball on that one. Don't worry about it. You weren't even invited. Hell, you're not even invited for this one, but you're here. I've never invited you. Not once. James, your words are hurtful. All right. We all know the routine. You act all hurt, and you start sobbing and shit, and then I feel sorry for you, and I apologize, and then you get all happy again. Isn't that the way it goes? Oh, oh God, James. All right, I'm sorry. Thank you, James. See what I mean? Fucker. All right, the Nerd Show last week. I really hope you guys listened to that one. Those were a lot of fun. It's really great to get together with Lido and Super Dick. Dick, Dick. And talk about nerdy stuff. Oh, I love Super Dick when he gets all, when he gets all passionate about this comic nerdy shit. <laughs> oh, oh, Super Dick. You fan favorite fanboy, you. Um, <laughs> check that one out. It's really fun. So, uh, speaking of that, on that note, I recently got in the mood to watch the horrendous, as everyone says, the Batman and Robin movie starring George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uma Thurman, Alicia Silverstone, and what's that other fuckface's name? Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> Super Dick was shitting all over it last time, last show, and uh, I kind of got in the mood. So I came into my studio here, got some pillows, laid down on the floor, faced my computer down towards the floor, had my kids, each one on each side of me, pressed play, and you know what? It was fucking cool. <laughs> I enjoyed it. But you have to you have to watch that movie and let yourself go into the... 1966 campy Batman mode. All right? Don't take this shit seriously. And I gotta be fucking honest with you. There's no way these people that made the movie took it seriously at all. If they did, no, there's actually nothing to say about it. There's no fucking way they took it serious. Oh, man, if they did, that's really, they really fucked up. They had to have been. Uh, they had to have been going campy with it. it. There's no other way to explain it. But anyways, it, it still is entertaining as hell because it's so bad. It's so bad. It's good. I'm telling you. But uh, the thing about because I was really paying attention to George Clooney because Super Dick was going on and on about how bad he was in that movie. Um, he was not a good Bruce Wayne at all. Forget about the Batman thing. He was fucking smiling the whole movie. <laughs> smiling walking around with a little with a little grin on his face actually it was a grin it wasn't a smile really but he's still grinning like an idiot that's not that's not what bruce wayne does is it i mean when he's out in public he's uh putting on a persona but he's at home he wouldn't be grinning anyway james nobody cares i know let's move on speaking of movies oh guess what i saw Last weekend, everybody. 
James, can I take a guess? Sure, you can take a guess. Did you watch Men at Work featuring Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez? <laughs> no, but I do remember liking the movie as a kid. I'm talking about going to the theater. Oh, you mean the movies, James? No, the theater. Whatever, James. Did you watch Transformers Age of Extinctions? No, I did not. Did you watch um the um 22 Jump Street, James? No, I'm not. No, I didn't watch that one either. That one's featuring Channing Tatum, James. Yes, I know all about Channing Tatum, all right? It's making me think of the fucking casting in Gambit. Ugh, what a horrible mistake. It's not a mistake, James. Channing Tatum can do anything. Oh, you're a fan of Channing Tatum, are you? Absolutely, James. Just look at his body. What? His, his body of work, I'm implying, James. <laughs> Whatever. No, that no, not that one either. These movies you're naming aren't even out yet. Okay? I'm sorry, James. I'm not very I'm not very hip. Okay, I know. No. I saw Maleficent. Oh my god, James. I really want to see that. It's about a storybook princess, right? Uh I guess uh it has something to do with a princess, yes. Oh James, stories about princesses are my favorite. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they are. What are you implying, James? Nothing, nothing. What I got to tell you about this one is, first of all, Rotten Tomatoes is rating it a 50%. Is that good, James? No, it's not good at all. But you know what? First of all, let me shit on... First of all, first of all, let me tell you. No spoilers, all right? I know the nerd show, we spoil everything because that's the point of the nerd shows. To, uh, to hate on all the movies that are out... <laughs> Having to do with nerdy topics, but I will not spoil this for you because I really hate that. So, but I will tell you some vague details that I'd like to outline here. Again, not ruining anything for you if you haven't seen it. But what I have to say about this movie is the beginning 10 minutes are pretty fucking gay. <laughs> How, James? Is there a lot of male on male action? No, not, no, no, not that kind of gay. Are you using the word gay to say something's lame, James? Yes, I am. That's offensive. No, it's not offensive. Everyone should just relax, okay? Jonah Hill got a lot of shit recently. Um, well, he actually said he called someone a faggot, but... Uh, James, don't say that! I'm sorry. I'm sorry I offended you. All right? I know, I know how strongly you feel about that word. What do you imply, James? Nothing. This is just another one of those goddamn stories where someone says something and it's like... Oh, my God. Did you hear what he said? Oh, my God. Oh, Christ. Give it a fucking rest, will you, everybody? All right. They're just words. <laughs> words of hate. Not used for the powers of evil. Dude, fuck these TMZ guys, first of all. All right. How come no one's blaming them for anything? These people are harassing everybody. Okay. And, and they got the best of them. Oh, I don't know what would come out of my mouth if someone was constantly harassing me and following me around. Ugh. Give me a fucking break. And you, you shut your mouth. I'm sorry, James, you're right. Yes, I know. What, what, what? I'm right? Yes, James. I, I don't like that word at all in any context, but, but I think that... Oh, uh, whatever. I don't care. I don't care what you think. Let's move on. The beginning 10 minutes were sort of gay. 
my biggest problem with this movie has to be that the chick playing Sleeping Beauty, again, Sleeping Beauty, they should have called her character Sleeping Average. Let's be honest. Oh, Jim, that's so mean. Hey, it's not mean. The character is Sleeping Beauty. Get a beauty. Someone the likes of, uh, what's that chick's name from fucking uh, Hermione? What's her name? <laughs> the Harry Potter chick. You know who I'm talking about. Ugh. Uh, Karen, Karen something, Emma Watson, <laughs> I was a way off, Karen, yeah, like, she's a beautiful little girl, right, they should have had her, uh, Sleeping Beauty, not Sleeping Average, Dakota Fanning's sister, whatever your name is, and her fucked up eyebrows, he, Jesus Christ, why couldn't they just fix up her eyebrows a little bit, ugh, James is very shallow, I know, I'm a shallow person, but the goddamn character is Sleeping Beauty. Actually, James, the character's name is Aurora. Oh, oh Christ. Whatever. Still, semantics. Uh, and the last thing was the CGI was kind of weak. I gotta be honest. They still haven't perfected that shit. You can totally tell like uh, that some of the times they're behind a green screen, like, you know, looking in the, in the sky at the things flying on their head. And you can tell that they're just acting... Right there on uh, a, a green screen. There's nothing really there. You can you can totally tell. That shit bugs me. It kind of takes me out of the movie when I see shit like that. And uh, even like the whole world looks phony. At some points, like they scan over the whole fucking uh, horizon and it looks all phony. I don't like that shit. Um, on, on that note, I've recently found out that the new Star Wars Episode 7, they're using practical effects. Wow. Look at that. J.J. fucking Abrams. You're doing something right. You know what? I, I had faith from this dude from the beginning when I found that he was involved. The guy, uh, the guy's talented, and he's gonna do right by it. Fucking TMZ. Another reason I hate TMZ. They leaked all those photos from Star Wars. Why are you doing that shit? Oh, look, 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 look. <laughs> we showed you first. We showed you first. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, sorry. Wow, I am in an angry, bitter mood. What's new, James? Oh, go fuck yourself. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me now let me tell you the good stuff about the movie. Jolie was good. All right, she did well as Maleficent, but she was sort of she was sort of annoying in the beginning. I gotta be honest. Uh, she sort of annoyed me, but then you know I came around. She grew on me. Uh, let's see what do I got here. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I liked it overall. Overall, I did like this movie. My wife really wanted to see it, and that's why we went. Oh yeah, James. I bet you really wanted to see it. You know what? I don't have to defend myself to you. All right? We all know where you stand on these Fruity Pants movies. James, what are you implying? Nothing. So, <laughs> I liked it. I'm not telling you to rush out to the theater. The theater. Maybe if you got a, a, a girl that is sick of watching all your shitty movies, Lido, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Maybe she would enjoy it. Uh, but definitely, <coughs> it's a definite, definite rental for sure. Solid rental. Um, I didn't feel bad that I went to the, the theater to watch it, but, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not worth it to go to see that movie alone because we snuck into another one after that. Yeah. We, we, uh, snuck into a million ways to die in the West, the Seth MacFarlane comedy. 
the creator of Ted and Family Guy brings you. <laughs> uh, you know what? The critics had shit all over this movie. And I was kind of skeptical about it because of that. Like, oh, man, they, they go, they go, uh, a million ways to die in the West. Seth MacFarlane takes a million shots at making jokes and falls flat most of the time. It's like, wow, that's a pretty bold fucking statement saying the jokes were not funny. I kind of see what they mean at times. There are some, uh, a lot of the dialogue is like, eh. But if you're in the mood to go see a silly ass fucking movie, raunchy, dirty movie, <laughs> this is a, this is the one to see. I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious what you're gonna go see, right? It's one of these like, uh, just go to enjoy yourself and have a good time. Don't take anything too serious at all. I li- you know, I liked it a lot. Um, I love Westerns, so I thought the whole idea of doing uh, a comedy Western was fucking cool. I really fucking love Westerns. My wife loved this movie. Okay? What does that tell you? It's not just me and my twisted fucking sense of humor. She liked it a lot, too. We both laughed our asses off. So, uh, if you want to go to the theater and have a good laugh, you will definitely dig this one. If you like this fucking goofy show, then uh, you should <laughs> you should like the movie. Okay, let's move on from movies. Oh, sad news today, boys and girls, if you live in California or if you frequently visit California to go to the amusement park known as Six Flags Magic Mountain. That's right. Something is ending. and It's an end of an era. <laughs> James, what's so magical about that mountain? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really think it's even on a mountain. It's in uh, Valencia. I guess there's hills there. <laughs> anyway, the ride Colossus, the monster wooden coaster is being closed down this year, I believe. Man, I fucking love that ride. That's a good one. And if you've been on it, you know exactly why. It's fucking sick. It's probably the coolest uh, wooden coaster of them all. I don't know. There's not too many of those around anymore. I remember my first time on that coaster. I might have told the story on a previous show about 100 shows ago, but I'll tell it once more. My first memory. That was actually my first roller coaster I went on. That's right. I was terrified of roller coasters as a kid, being like a bitch, and I never wanted to go on them. I was too scared. I think when I was about eight or nine or 10, I don't know, I might be selling myself short. I went with my, my cousins. My white trash side cousins. And they go, uh, they go, come on, come with me, come with us, right? There was like a group of them. And it's like, uh, nah. And then, you know, I, I got in, like, I'll, be, I'll wait in line with you. <laughs> and so while we're in line, they convinced me to get on. And I sat in that fucking car. And if you've been on Colossus, you know, the first, like, you know, when you first get going, it's like, you're just climbing for what seems like forever especially as a kid. And then we get to the top and it's like, no more clicks. <laughs> My cousin leans over and looks at me right in the fucking eye. And I got terrified and I was squeezing the fucking hand, the little rail they put on your, on your uh, lap. And uh, I got to tell you at the very end of it, I was in love with roller coasters. That's right. It's a happy ending boys and girls. It was a fucking blast. The thing, uh, it's, <laughs> it's violent because it's made out of wood. <laughs> shakes you around, but it's a fucking fun adventure. 
I was hooked. And for and you know that that place has a that ride has a special place in my heart. And look, it's going to be taken down. And there's no there's not even a good goddamn reason why. I don't know why they're taking it down. But uh, sad. It's a sad day in California history. Oh man, what a bummer. Anyway, speaking of California, we got some Californian natives. All right, he needs my help. <laughs> Someone needs my help. You believe that? No. Uh, Jay from a Violet Sun hit me up. So he shot me a text. He's like, "Hey, dude, do you think you can promote my next show on your podcast?" You know why? Because he fucking knows where people go to hear quality entertainment they come right here to the danger hour <laughs> all of my thousands of fans i've gained worldwide from doing this show gives me access to uh whatever <laughs> enough bullshitting yeah he asked me to plug uh, one of his shows coming up hopefully he gets a few people a few more people out there violet sun has been on the danger hour uh that was a great episode cool bunch of dudes and they fucking nailed it with the live performances, they did performances. They did two. <laughs> we recorded them here in Studio Five Hundred Five, and they came out fucking great. They're not really used to doing acoustic stuff, but we threw something together that day. <laughs> we, they did. I just pressed fucking record, <laughs> set up some microphones, and uh, it turned out great. I'm telling you. If you forgot, if you haven't heard it, go back listen to it. If you like them, go see them perform. Oh, what an endorsement! No, they put on a good show. And so you can support some local Californians. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. I think uh, I'm going to do whatever I can to make it out there that night. That's right. That's an extra incentive. Celebrity status. <laughs> so uh, I'm even trying to get fucking Lito the Fuckface to go out there. Because he missed the last House of Blues in Hollywood. Because it wasn't across the street from my house. You mean I gotta drive somewhere? So now I told him. I told him last time. Like, all right, they kid. Whenever they go to uh, downtown Disney, you're gonna fucking go. And so hopefully that's gonna work out. So you can come and see Lito and I and hang out, have a beer together, and watch these motherfuckers put on a great show because that's what they do. And uh, if you're curious, it's the main stage, House of Blues. Anaheim, Anaheim, downtown Disney, all ages, 12 bucks, doors open at 7 o'clock. Wow, look at that. And hopefully you can see the dangerous duo there and maybe some more uh, friends of ours. We can go hang out and uh, watch some good fucking rock music. There you go. There you go. Actually, last time at the Hollywood one, I took uh, my wife, my buddy Bobbert, and Super Dick, Dick. And we all had a great time. They fucking, they fucking loved it. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want more you want me to say. How about you uh, just meet me there? All right. Guess what happened today? What is it, James? Oh, you're still here? Of course, James. All right. I found. I found my retirement city. You did, James? Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's not very interesting, James. What do you, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I found the city I think I want to retire in. If I'm going to stay in California, that is. Oh my gosh, is it West Hollywood? No, it's not West Hollywood. Okay, I don't want to be your neighbor. What are you implying, James? Nothing. Although there's nothing wrong with West Hollywood, so if you want to live there, that's fine with you. 
No, I found this uh, this wonderful city. Um, you know what? I even like San Dimas. San Dimas is a good one. I'm confused. I think it may be San Dimas. Anyways, this one is Sierra Madre. Sierra Madre. Have you heard of it? No, James, I, I haven't. Uh, it's near Pasadena-ish, Monrovia-ish, I think. It's fucking cool, man. I like it. It's beautiful. It's right up there in the foothills of California. Uh, I went there for work today. I took my company vehicle, and I wound up driving up in the hills on this narrow, windy road. And I finally get up there, and I'm not kidding you. It's it's like you're basically in like a Big Bear type area. It's fucking cool. And you know me. I like the outdoors. <laughs> I liked it. I like it a lot. It's all tucked away. It seems like it's a hidden fucking treasure up there. And yet, you're still close to all the action right down the road. It's fucking cool. That's what I want to incorporate in my life. All right? Being around a fucking uh, beautiful, popular... I don't know about popular. Like a beautiful city with a lot of shit going on. Fuck it, I guess popular then. Like Pasadena. A lot of cool spots to eat. A lot of cool, uh, you know, all the stores you need. And gorgeous architecture, that kind of thing. And I want to be somewhere like uh, woodsy. So this is like one of the perfect uh, opportunities. There you go. Sierra Madre. Sierra Madre. And I'm going to tell you something else about this place. All right. It gives you this great small town feeling. But James, you don't like small town feelings. You're right. I have condemned them before. But I got to tell you something. Being up there today, I was there all day going from place to place, and it made me, it put me in a good fucking mood. I couldn't believe it, just talking to these people. They're all, like, very genuine, kind people. So warm and inviting. Uh, you know, it's fucking, it's infectious, because I started feeling warm and, and <laughs> inviting myself. I was talking to people, having a great time. <laughs> That's not like me. It was it was cool. Like I said, the roads are very narrow, so I had to park my big fucking work vehicle. And uh, there's this one little spot that I squeezed into, and I told the dude, I went to his door. I'm like, hey, do you think, uh, you know, is it okay if I park down there? And he's like, oh, I appreciate you coming up here and asking me. He's like, the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, you can be there all day if you want. If you have any questions or you need anything else from me, you just let me know. I'm a real estate guy and I'm going to be next door. I happen to be selling the house next door. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Ran into that dude a couple times throughout the day. Nice as fuck. And then I went to some other house. There's a lady. I had to do some work at her place. And uh, I smell this coffee, dude. This coffee is just like, you know, lingering through the air, the beautiful aroma. You know that. You know what I'm talking about. In the morning time, you smell that coffee and it's like, oh, it smells good. Right? It's like there's three things that come to mind. When you smell them, they automatically arouse your nostrils. <laughs> one of them is coffee in the morning. Another one is bacon in the morning. And another one is the smell of in and out You know what I'm talking about. If you smell that shit, right away, you're like, oh, in and out It gets you going. 
and uh maybe some uh some six nah forget that last one in and out bacon and coffee uh i haven't really sat down and thought about these but those are like the top three i'm gonna say so anyways the lady comes out starts chatting me up happens to be a teacher she's off on summer break oh i just got netflix and i've been watching it all night and this is amazing <laughs> i have all kinds of time now would you like some coffee and I said, you know what? I would love some coffee. Thank you. I appreciate that. Don't even mention it. I'll be right back. What do you want? You want some cream and sugar? I'm like, you know what? I'll take it black. You know why? Because I'm a real fucking man nowadays. My buddy Eddie Gears. The furious Eddie Gears. Got me in the drinking black coffee. I like it. I feel like a real man now. So I hear go in the house. I continue my work. What kind of work was it, Jim? Doesn't matter. It's none of your goddamn business. And I hear a grinding machine come on. I'm like, holy fuck. She's actually grinding those beans. And making me some fancy coffee in there. I thought she already made a pot and she was going to pour me a cup. Then she comes outside and she gives it to me all fucking proud. And she goes, uh, I forget exactly what she said, but she's like, here you go. Gourmet. French pressed. Organic. Something, something French roast coffee. <laughs> And she was smiling, and I grabbed it, and I was like, well, I was like, wow. And she goes, I know. And she starts like, giggling. And she's like, you enjoy that. And uh, if you need anything, just let me know. I was like, Jesus Christ, I think I love this fucking city. I think I like small town life. We we're chatting for a bit afterwards, and she's like, you got to go to this cafe right around the corner. You're going to adore it. It's just, uh, it's wonderful. It's been there since 1920. I was like, 1920? Just on that information alone, I will go. That's incredible. I went. It's a fucking, oh man. Charming little place. You walk in there, older white ladies. Super fucking friendly. Jesus, it was like I was in a whole different world in this city. It's like I wasn't in California anymore. It was fucking weird. But I loved it. Sat there at, that little, at the uh, little bar, at the diner type deal. And uh, ate the food. It was fucking good food. It was great. And then at the end of it, guess what happens? Cash only. <laughs> do I have any cash on me? No, I don't. So what do you think happens, boys and girls? Take a guess, fuckface. Me, James. You're the only fuckface I see around here. I'm going to say, they made you wash dishes, James, to work off your meal? Good guess, but no, you're wrong. They made you do favors, James? No, <laughs> no favors. I'm just going to tell you. She goes, don't worry about it. Pay us when you can. And I was like, what? <laughs> Just pay us tomorrow. And I go, well, this job I have, it's, there's no telling where I'm going to be tomorrow. Oh, well, just pay us whenever. Well, you know, in 30 days from now, it's fine. And I was like, holy fuck. That's unheard of. Unheard of. So uh, Sierra Madre, man, charming as fuck, really got me in the mood to move to a small town. And uh, shout out real quick to Mary's Cafe in Sierra Madre. I think it's on Woodland, Woodland Street or something. So if you're ever up there, up that ways, go check it out. Mary's Cafe. So uh, Jesus Christ, man, how could you beat that? Fuck. Oh, but there's something wrong. There's something wrong with the city. What is it, James? Is there a, a sexual predator 
number of individuals. No, no. Why is that the first place you go? Because, James, I imagine that people want to go hide in the woods and then molest children. No, no. The thing is rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes. I guess there's a lot of them there. Another coworker of mine said he talked to a dude and he showed him frozen rattlesnakes that he caught. And he had about seven or eight. And he caught them like all last summer. Right in his fucking yard. Oh, that's scary. Can you imagine that? Every time you walk outside, you got to look for rattlesnakes. Oh, fuck that. And I recently discovered something terrifying. This other dude I know, he said he heard a lady told him firsthand that she was bit by a rattlesnake. And she went to the doctor and they put her on some, uh, they put on some medication or something. And it's very expensive. And the reason she got bit is because it did not rattle. You heard me. It did not rattle. That's why she got bit. Rattlesnakes are wising up, boys and girls. They're adapting. Evolving, if you will. It's, it turns out the ones that rattle bring attention to themselves and they get killed. The ones that don't rattle don't get killed. So the rattlesnakes in California are, st- are stopping their rattling so they can fucking survive. Isn't that wild? So, uh, Jesus Christ. So now you got to like be on high alert every time you go to, uh, you know, those kind of areas with rocks and shit, deserty type areas. Be on the lookout. You heard it first here, folks. Science. <laughs> All right. Recently, I went to another city in California. It's in, along the same area, somewhere around there in the foothills. It's called Bradbury. 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 And I'm going to tell you something about this fucking place. All right. I drove in there. First of all, you got to go to a guard shack. And I go to the, the guard shack. Yeah, I heard you do some work. All right. You can go in. I go in. First of all, the guy looks at my license plate, writes it down. What's, my, what's your name? Writes my name. It's like, Jesus Christ. He lets me in. It turns out I, I've been in gated communities before. Okay. This is not a fucking gated community. This was a gated city. All right. You drive in this place. The word rich goes right out the window. These people were fucking wealthy. Okay? Huge properties. Huge. A lot of them with horses. Some of them even fucking ranches. You believe that? Ranches in California. I don't know. Not out in the country like Colton. That's a big, uh, or Norco, whatever. It's a big uh, horse community. This is like... Rich fucking, richy, nice area type deals. I couldn't believe it. And uh, this dude <laughs> I work with, he was there also around the same week. This was last week. And he's like, man, I looked it up on Wikipedia. Look what it says. And I want to tell you what it says. Hold on. Uh, population just over 1,000. This is in 2010. So it's probably higher now. In 2010, Forbes magazine placed it number one. Number one in America's most expensive zip codes. America, number one. You fucking believe that? Okay. With an est, uh, with a, let's see, what's the, a median 
priced home of $4.2 million. <laughs> My buddy said he saw a listing, a huge fucking property, and it had it was for sale. And he called the number because he was curious. And it said, the price just dropped $10 million. And it's like, holy fuck, it dropped $10 million? How much is this fucking place? He goes, $68 million. It was going for $78 million. $78 million. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. And then on Wikipedia, it, it tells you uh, noted, or what is it? Uh, noted um, residents? What if, noted, notable residents? So uh, one of them I recognize. A lot of them, I don't know who the fuck they are. One of them is Mickey Thompson. I know that name. He's a race car driver. I don't know anything about him, but I remember hearing the name. Uh, he was murdered at his Bradbury estate. Wow. Look at that. Drama. He was murdered. Crazy. The other one is, uh, speaking of the aroma in the air, one of the top three in my opinion, Lindsay Torres, owner and heiress to In-N-Out Burger, the youngest American female billionaire, also living in Bradbury. Wow. Fancy times, boys and girls. Speaking of In-N-Out, I got to tell you something. I've been on a healthy kick, you know, for a good little while here. A good uh, four four or five shows now. (laughs) And I've been doing good. But I will still go to In-N-Out every two weeks. This last time I went, I mean, I've been eating fucking, you know, I've always been eating salads for work, but everything, you know, organic, you know, no uh, deep fried shit, none of that. You know, I've been being a good boy. So we go to In-N-Out last week and I went fucking crazy. All right. And I don't regret it at all. I got a three by three. Okay. <laughs> three meats, three cheeses, onions, the whole, uh, you know, all the other shit, lettuce, tomato, all that stuff. Fry. And I got myself a fucking Dodge Pepper. I haven't had a soda in weeks and it was fucking delicious. Oh boy. I was in heaven. I was in fat boy heaven. <laughs> It's okay to cheat once in a while, right? But when I do cheat, I go fucking hard. All right. Uh, There's something coming up, boys and girls. Another holiday. James, I know what it is. All right, take a guess. Is it Flag Day, James? Uh, Would you stop with the Flag Day? (laughs) Forget about Flag Day. No, it's Father's Day coming up. Father's Day, James? Is that a real holiday? Ah, that's what I thought. I thought it was a real holiday until I looked at my fucking trusty iPhone calendar list and it's not even on there. Father's Day is not even mentioned. Mother's Day is totally fucking viewable. Right? It's there. In all caps, Father's Day is nowhere to be found. It's not a slap in the fucking face. If you listen to that show, you heard my rant about Father's Day. Nobody cares about Father's Day. It's always overlooked. Look, dude, even fucking Apple overlooked it. Go fuck yourselves, Apple. Dickheads. Ugh, so depressing. Anyway, if you're if you're a father and you want to do something, because you know, a father's date, you don't celebrate the father. You go do something, you you <laughs> take the kids and do something fun. Right? I mean, what are they gonna do to celebrate you? Nothing. And who cares? The point is to enjoy your family. I did something recently. It was fun as hell. And it's a uh, very minimal cost. 
So if you're a father, if you got little kids, here's some pointers for you. This will be a nice, fun day with the family. And like I said, you'll spend next to nothing. You drive out to Griffith Park area, okay? You uh, you park in, uh, there's like this old carousel they have there in Griffith Park. But past that carousel, go in the parking lot. You can go in the carousel if you want to. I think it's real cheap. And uh, you walk up in the fucking, uh, on this like hiking trail. A lot of people around there and walking their dogs and shit like that. Very popular area. And uh, it's very fucking nice. You walk up this trail and you get to go to this place called the Griffith Park Old Zoo. That's right. I mentioned it on one of the uh, on the horror story, horror camp out at the old zoo. This is the place. It it was a uh, it was a uh, open in nineteen or closed down in nineteen sixty six, I believe. But you can walk. It's like trails you can walk on, and there it is, the old zoo. You can walk into like the animal exhibit parts, and because it's so old school, all the exhibits are like right next to each other, and you can just walk in there. It's pretty fucking cool and eerie at the same time. And you get to see like where the animals walked in from like the back cages and shit like that. It's pretty cool. Um, you can tell that there, you know, some areas smell like piss. <laughs> you can tell that the teenagers party there at night. There's a lot of broken fucking beer bottles and, and a lot of fucking graffiti all over the inside. But, um, and I have to, I have to admit if I was a teenager, and up to no good living in the area, that, that's a really cool spot to go hang out and party. I can imagine the fucking crazy shit that's happened in that place. But yeah, you can walk around. You can just walk into everything. There's no, uh, I mean, they have it like caged off in some parts. But if you keep walking up like around the top of the hill, you can go on the, on the very back of uh, the exhibits. And you can walk in there. And there's people that have cut holes in the fences. You can just walk right, in the, right through the chain link. And me and the kids and the wife were exploring all around. It's fucking cool. It's a cool little thing, like kind of like historical and and uh, it's awesome. The kids loved it, dude. Running around, fucking getting into shit. Um, awesome. So you can start there, walk around. There's all kinds of trails all over the place, so you can get active with the wife, with the kids, have a good time. Free, you know. There's there's no uh, parking fee. After that, you can get in your car. Stay there as long as you want. Go on as many hiking trails as you like. Then you get in your car. You drive like a couple miles. Maybe if, if that. And the Griffith Park Pony Rides. Oh, how cute. James, did you get on a pony? No, I'm too fat for that. It's only for kids. Put the kids on some ponies. They're relatively cheap. It's like three bucks a ride. The ponies go around two or three times around this big uh, lap. And the kids fucking love it, dude. You can go on like this on the on the slow ponies, or you can get them on a big ass horse, and they gallop pretty good. <laughs> the kids shake like crazy. It's pretty sick, dude. So I put them on twice, three bucks a pop. They loved it. Loved it. It's a it's a great thing to uh, to get to see your kids fucking happy as shit, experiencing something new and exciting that they've never done before, and. Uh, you know, it's 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 fucking it's awesome. It's like the it's like the most pure fucking thing you can do. Put a kid on a horse, even though I mean the bad side of it is that horses look depressed as fuck. <laughs> they look depressed. Like my wife is like, oh, I feel so bad for the horses. But then I'm like, you know, I don't know. Are they are they just like? I heard they're stupid. Are they so stupid that they don't even they're not even bothered by it? <laughs> they don't know any better. 
uh, I don't know. I guess that was my way of trying to uh, feel better about it. Like, nah, they don't know any better. They're having a good time. <laughs> so then you like, from there, you walk over to this train area and you can get on it with your kids. It's like an old fashioned, uh, it's a little mini train. It's cool. I think it's like 275 or something, a ticket. You get on and you go on a little train ride and it goes, it's a, I mean, it's like a good five minute ride. And it's fucking cool. Again, simple, pure, innocent. You can't fucking beat it. It's a great time with the family. Drive around that fucking train track. Oh, man, it's cool. And the kids get all excited and shit. The engineer's a really nice guy. Fucking great. And uh, once again, I think what? you At this point, I think I've spent like 20 bucks. And you've created these awesome memories that uh, probably can't even be topped. They still talk about the fucking horses. <laughs> and uh, after that, we went to we went to Umami Burger. That place is kind of pricey, but uh, it's in uh, what, Griffith. Uh, it's around there somewhere. Then we went. Then we went to the observatory. I mentioned my experience there on the last show. If you listened, <laughs> but uh, fun fucking day, good times. It's and it's all free, except for feeding yourselves and. And and the pony rides and the train rides. That's not free, but the rest is free. <laughs> and the gas. So there you go. You can do a Father's Day and you can spend a minimal amount of money and have a great fucking time. And look at that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, speaking of father, let me give you a fatherly life lesson. Oh, James, don't talk down to us. The listeners don't like it. I'm not talking down to you. I'm giving you friendly advice. You can take it or tell me to go fuck myself. I won't hear you say that, but uh, you can send negative energy my way with your brain waves. <laughs> so here, here is two danger life lessons for you. Ah, here's the first one. <laughs> but not really life lessons. Well, it's kind of like the last life lesson I gave you, where I said to a, uh, you know, if you hate someone at work, picture them having sex or jerking off, and you'll instantly start laughing. Like that kind of life lesson. I'm trying to help you improve your life. Uh, well, this one's kind of like I'm on a serious note. My fucking kid, Jacob, my son, he's four years old. He's a wild little boy. Fearless. Okay. He thought it would be a great idea to put a blanket over his head and run full speed and jump under the couch. The only flaw with this plan. And I wasn't in the room, by the way. I was taking care of some laundry. And I just heard the screaming and crying. <laughs> the only flaw in his plan was that he wasn't uh, totally guaranteed to make it to the couch. <laughs> Which he didn't. This kid puts the blanket over his face and runs. And he fucking goes face first into the wall. Now, not just any wall. Like the wall dividing two rooms. So it's just straight two by four. Like, you know what I mean? The skinny part of the wall, like maybe uh, six inches wide. That's the part he hits. Straight fucking solid wood wall. He slams right into it. First of all, I don't even know what happened. They just come, you know, running to me. My daughter, oh my God, Jacob hit his head. And I hear him screaming bloody murder. And he, and he runs over to me into the garage where the... Uh, where the uh, washing machine dryer is. 
And he's just screaming and his head's all fucking, you can tell that he's already bruised. I'm like, oh, Christ. For it to be bruised already, it has to be pretty fucking hard, <laughs> right? And he's screaming, screaming. And I'm just like, what happened? What happened? And he can't tell me anything. And Jasmine's like, you know, he, uh, he ran into the wall. He ran into the wall. Why? He had a blanket over his head. I'm like, oh, fuck. The time it took me to go to the freezer to get an ice pack and to get uh, like the cloth thingy it goes into. I, I bought it for like my arm, whenever my arm, my elbow would get sore. For me to get that and that and walk back to him, his head was enormous. Uh, it was a, a huge goose egg, like coming from the top of his hairline down to his eye, right? Straight down. Like he hit, I mean, he hit the edge of the fucking wall. Like I said, solid part of the wall. It was just like a, like a dent, but the opposite. It was just like, like a fucking rail track, railroad track, just raised. And I was like, oh my God, it looked horrible, horrible. I can't explain it enough. And you know, the skin kind of broke and it was bleeding a bit, but it was just, just right. Like, like a well, like a super fucking welt. <laughs> All right. Thick, high. All right, James, look at it. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to illustrate this. Huge. Just from the time I walked to get the ice pack and come back, and I'm like, oh fuck. So here's my life lesson for you. I learned it from Natalie's dad, my father-in-law, uh, Crazy Joe. All right. <laughs> um, I I banged up my knee playing Thanksgiving football. Right. So he he told me at this point, and it and it works. And it worked like a charm for this kid because I'm telling you, I'm trying to really, really illustrate how big his head was. I put the ice pack on his head and because it was wrapped or it's for my arm to wrap it around my arm, it has like a strap attached with Velcro. So I put that on his fucking, it was covering his whole face and I just, I wrapped his whole head and I said, sit down and don't move. You do 15 minutes on, then you take it off for 15 minutes, 15 minutes off. You throw it back in the freezer. 15 minutes off, you throw it right back on, 15 minutes, take it off, 15 minutes. Throw it right back on, 15 minutes, take it off, 15 minutes. I did it three times. On, three times, off. Well, the last one doesn't matter because you're not going to put it back on. So, And uh, because it was already getting late and they had to go to bed. I had to go to sleep for work and uh, my wife was, you know, working late. So I would have done more, <laughs> but I had to go to sleep. So the next day. I see him. I go check on him. His head is back to normal, perfectly fucking fine looking. I mean, it's still all bruised and fucked up looking, but I'm telling you, like the his skull was shaped properly, <laughs> just discolored. It works. I'm telling you. There you go. Let life lesson number one: if you get an injury, ice it. Fifteen on, fifteen off. Fifteen on, fifteen on, fifteen on, fifteen off. Keep doing that shit repeatedly, and uh, keep it above. You know, keep it elevated, whatever it may be. So there you go. Life lesson number two. This is another one just for shits and giggles. Okay, this is to make you smile, get you in a better mood. This is a, I discovered this one accidentally the other day in the shower. Oh my God, James. Tell me more about your shower in details. Oh, why? I just, I'm curious about people's shower routines. Yeah, I'm sure that's why. Go fuck yourself. I was washing my hair. And uh, I was rinsing this, the shampoo out of my hair. 
and it was all running down my back. <laughs> and I felt the need to fart. And so I did because, hey, I don't care. I'm going to let it fly. But the soap was running down my, my, my back and running down the crack of my ass. So when I farted, it made bubbles. All right. Now, I couldn't see these bubbles, but I felt them. And it feels hilarious. <laughs> I strongly suggest you try it. I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard to uh, to pull this off because you got to be washing your hair, rinsing it off, and have to fart at that precise moment. But uh, I don't know. I suggest you eat something with uh, high fiber <laughs> and just try to plan ahead. So when you get into the shower, you will have to fart. And just hold it in if you have to, if you feel yourself having to fart, until you wash your hair and then rinse out the shampoo. And I'm telling you, you will feel instant gratification and giddiness. Uh. Well, James, that wasn't going where I thought it was going to go. Well, sad for you. But uh, there you go. My Father's Day, two life lessons coming from a father to you. It'll improve your life. Look at that. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got some sad news. It happened today. I was in the lovely city of Sierra Madre. And... I was uh, doing some work, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a little hint at what I do, but that's all That's all I'm going to do. I was doing some work on pipes using wrenches. Oh my God, James, you're laying some pipe. Uh, <laughs> not really. So, doing some wrenching, and the fucking wrench, you know, I, was, I wasn't really paying attention. I was thinking about the awesome cup of coffee that I drank. I was zoning out, thinking about Manfest 2014. Ding, ding. And the fucking wrench slipped and it smacked me right in the face. Okay? Hard. And I dropped the wrench. I'm like, fuck. To the point where I expected to look down and see teeth just come out of my mouth. All right? It didn't really hit my teeth exactly, but it hit me like right above my, my uh, mustache line. But we're my, on the side of my nose. I'm going to say on my fucking mustache area. Under my nose. Like where it would hit the top of my teeth in my gums. But I just like had this initial reaction. My first thought was, fuck, my teeth are broken out. And I got scared. I looked down. I don't see any blood gushing. I don't see my teeth. I fill it with my, with my tongue. I was like, oh, fuck, my teeth are still there. I go, but are they all loose and are they going to fall out? And, and I'm feeling, and, and I started getting this like, this like this numbing sensation in my tooth. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, my tooth is still there, but I'm telling you, tomorrow, I don't know, like, I'm like, uh, I'm putting pressure on it, and it feels kind of like, uh, oh, man, it feels kind of like it's like, not really like numb, but it feels like it's bruised. Oh, man, I'm terrified. I don't have any dental insurance right now. Uh, I really fucking hope I don't lose my tooth. And uh, oh, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and have a fucking giant bruise on my face. Watch. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Did you do your 50 minutes on? 50 minutes off? Ice routine, James? No, I didn't. I was at fucking work. I couldn't do it. I was out there out, out outside. 
Did you go to Mary's Cafe, James, and get a bag of ice? No. I didn't do that. Should have. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Stand there all day icing my sh fucking face? <laughs> I had shit to do. Anyway. Oh, man. I really hope I don't wake up tomorrow with a black face and my fucking tooth falling out. Oh, I'm going to be hideous. The second thought I had was, oh, my God. I'm going to miss Manifest. Because my teeth are all going to be knocked out. I'm going to have to take care of that. So I'm going to miss Manifest this weekend. That's my, that was my second thought. Oh, boy. I'll keep you posted to see if I'm a toothless asshole. But hopefully it has a good ending. Oh, boy. I'll keep you posted on that one. Holy shit. James, this is God. It really is a holy shit, then. Enough. Sorry. What can I do for you, God? I have come to tell you. I spoke to Eric, son of Peter. I think you mean Eric Peterson. Do not correct me! Sorry. This is God. <laughs> okay. So you went to uh, Peterson's house? No! I called him from heaven on his Ned Files show. Wow, so you called him, but you show up here in person to see me. Why is that? You're closer. To heaven? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Okay. I have some bad news for you, James. Natalie's pregnant again, is she? This is God. Yes, I know. What's the bad news? The bad news is that Eric, son of Peter, will not be attending Manfest 2014! Wow. <laughs> when I get excited, my voice echoes. Yeah, mine too, actually. Um... I guess we got that in common. Don't make this about you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, like I said, Eric, son of Peter, will not be attending, but I must commend you, James. You are doing the Lord's work. Uh, by going camping? Do not sell it short. It is the Lord's gay work. Wait, wait, wait. What? What? This is God. Okay, I... I I understand that. Did you just say the Lord's gay work? It is the only way. What? The gay way? That is correct. Wait, God, what are you saying to me? This is God. I know. Besides that, what are you saying? That gay is the right way? Of course. Really? Think about it. Okay, what, think about gay stuff? No! I, I'm just gonna come right out and say it. Come right out? That's not what I mean. Sorry, God. I, I think I'm going to give you some secrets of everything. Wait, secrets of everything? Okay, just secrets of some things. How come you are deciding to come out now about secrets, God? I just feel, and I'm going to tell you that Eric, the son of Peter, has got me thinking because he does not believe in me, even though... I created him. And even though we spoke on the phone, he still does not believe in me. This is God. Okay, I know. <laughs> so, because he doesn't believe in you, you are uh, going to come out with earthly secrets to get people more familiar that, you're ex that you exist? That is correct. I will share secrets of the world. World, world. So that means you got excited, right? This is God. Okay, okay. 
Okay, I'm listening. The Earth was only meant to harbor dudes. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? If you remember, I made Atom. Yeah? And then you made Eve. No! I did not do that. Eve was a genetic mutation that came millions of years later. The Bible is all out of context. Wow. So you wanted a planet just of men. That is correct. <laughs> I can see that working, to be honest with you. Of course it would work. It's perfect. If it's so perfect, then why did these genetic mutations happen? Uh. God. I... This is God. Yeah, I know, but why do, why do genetic mutations happen if, if what you created was perfect? I, uh, listen, sometimes things just don't go the way you plan them to go, okay? But you're God. I thought you planned everything. That's a common misconception. See, I make things and then just, they just go off on their own. I don't control what happens after that. I mean... So wait, are you telling me that there is no preordained destiny? That uh, you aid in creation, but after that, it just... Whatever happens, happens? Well, uh, not so many words. Uh, you're, you're really just getting off topic here. All right, I'm sorry. I guess that can be for another time then. But you're, what you're saying is that gay is the right way. Yes, I mean, why do you think men and women don't really get along most of the time? Why do you think that there's over a 50% divorce rate? They don't belong together! It's supposed to be man-on-man -man hardcore action! <laughs> Jesus. Exactly! Well, you mean... your son? Jesus. I made him to show the world how it's supposed to be. Okay? Uh, okay. This is God. Yes, I know, I know. What, what is your point? I created Jesus to walk around with a bunch of dudes so everyone could see him hanging out with a bunch of dudes, okay? And then put the pieces together and say, hey, wait a minute, look at this guy. We should be with a bunch of dudes. But it didn't work out that way. Because what you're saying is you can create something, but you don't have any control of what follows after that. This makes so much sense now. This is God. <laughs> All right. So, wow. Jesus was gay. He was also black. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, come on. He's from Africa. I mean, he's not some white guy with a beard. <laughs> well, you're, you're a white guy with a beard. How come he, he's your son, but he's black? Listen, I've done a lot of things in the past that I'm not very proud of, but, uh... Are you saying that you're not proud of Jesus? Let's just move on. Um, what I have to say is, all the people that are the most harshly oppressed, be that the blacks and the gays, are the ones that are what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to all be black gay guys. In not so many words. <laughs> Okay. So, what do we do from here? There's, there's really nothing to do. I mean, I can create a whole army of black gay guys, but what's going to happen? It's out of my control. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, the reason I came here, my original point anyway, was I wanted to commend you on leading this 
annual outing of men into the wilderness such as Jesus did, which was my plan from the beginning. And I would like you to know you have my, you have my blessing. You, wow, that's great. You, you, you're blessing Manfest. I am blessing Manfest 2014. <laughs> wow, God, that really means a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so, there's nothing you can do to get Peterson to go. He is dead to me. All right, fine. Fine. Hey, James. Yeah. James. Yes. Would you like to hear a joke about Jesus, James? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear a joke about Jesus. Are you really going to trash your own son? Ah, it does not matter. Okay. What's the difference between Jesus and a picture of Jesus? The difference between Jesus and a picture of Jesus? Um, and I don't know. You only need one nail to hang the picture. <laughs> I know. This is God. Wow. <laughs> that was unexpected and delightful, to be honest with you. We, we learned some earthly secrets, deep, dark secrets. And I think we're, I think we're all more intelligent for it now. Well, there's really nothing more to do except close the show out now. I mean, how can you top that? So let's start closing out with the fanciest moment in the show. That's right. I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy times, everybody. All right. I got a few. Make them quick. First, I fancy that is Game of Thrones season number four. Is that is that the season that's on right now? Number four? <laughs> I think so. God damn it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, God. Is it a great fucking season? Okay. First of all, this show is awesome. Okay. It's awesome. But you have to have watched the first three seasons to fully appreciate how fucking badass this season is. I love it. It's the best one by far. Absolutely. But you can't have gotten here without seeing the first three. Right? So, oh man, it's so fucking good. So good. That's all I'm going to tell you. No spoilers. The last episode I just played. Woo! <laughs> Uh, I love how it just keeps you guessing. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, they just twist the fuck out of the storylines where you think it's going to go one way and it goes a whole different way. So if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, please start from the beginning. However you can get it, watch it and be prepared for awesomeness. Okay. Game of Thrones season four. I fancy that. Next one. Oh, I fancied. I got two things about my kids. Uh, yeah, sure. The first thing I fancy that my daughter Jasmine, who's seven years old, has a crush. James, why would you be fancying your daughter having a crush on a boy? That just doesn't seem right, James. Well, she's got a crush on Elvis Presley. Oh, James, that's so adorable. See, I knew you'd see it this way. 
She's got a crush on Elvis Presley. She wants to watch YouTube videos of Elvis singing and uh, strumming his guitar and dancing around. It's got to be those hips, right? <laughs> Here's why I fancy it. I really, uh, it really hit me when a friend, my wife posted something on the Instagram of, uh, of her watching an Elvis video. Like, oh, she has a crush on Elvis. And it's one of her friends is like, oh, thank God it's not Justin Bieber. And then I thought, holy fuck. This is a blessing. Just like Elvis saying, you're a blessing in disguise. Oh, I couldn't imagine if she had a crush on some douchebag fucking kid. So yes, I'm happy that it's Elvis. Okay? Let's introduce some class and some good music into her life. <laughs> First of all, I do not condone Bieber in this house. Thank you very much. We don't have any MTV or any of that cable shit, so she doesn't really see him. We don't listen to the radio, really. Well, my wife listens to dance music. But uh, I, don't know if he, I don't know if he comes on those stations, but yeah, I guess she really doesn't have exposure. You know, I'm just going to say I fancy myself for keeping that fuckhead and all fuckheads like him out of my kids' lives. So they have no way of getting their dirty, rotten paws into her innocence. Yeah. You know what? I fancy myself. And Elvis. <laughs> and the next one. Uh, I fancy this aspect of having kids. Just the funny little situations you get put into. And they're adorably, hilariously awesome. And you never see them coming. They just happen. And they're innocent and they're beautiful. Let me share with you this. So uh, the other day... My, my kids left out some food one day, and then ants came, okay? And then they left out some food the next day, and the ants stuck around. <laughs> the ants will go away, and then they'll put the plate in the sink and not rinse it off, and then the ants will come back the next day. So it's been going on and on. They'll come, they'll come and go, and it's annoying. But a few days ago, I'm, I'm making uh, dinner. My wife is at work, and I'm making me and the kids some dinner. And Jacob sees some ants walking around on the sink. There's a few of them, little stragglers, scouts maybe. And he sees them, and I hear him go, that's me. That's daddy. He's not talking to me. He's just talking to himself, but he's pointing the ants out. And I, and I overhear him, and I go, hey. I go, that's, I go, that's, which one's me? That one. That one's daddy. This one's me. And then as soon as he says that, my daughter hears the whole thing too. And she fucking, without a hesitation, squishes the Jacob ant quickly. And then he goes, hey, daddy, Jasmine killed me. <laughs> oh my God, I couldn't stop laughing. It was so adorable, dude. Super cute. Moments like that. I fancy that. So, to round them all up once again. Game of Thrones Season 4. Myself and Elvis for uh, <laughs> giving my daughter a somewhat positive role model in the pre-drug years. And uh, keeping that those fuckheads like Bieber out of her life. You know, her crush. I'm sure in the future her crushes will be some fucking twinkle toes little asshole kid. But uh, up until now, I'm doing a good job, I'm saying. So I fancy Elvis and myself for being positive role models in my daughter's life. And I fancy those sweet, innocent moments the kids give you that are really just pretty goddamn funny. And so all that stuff. 
I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Ooh, all right. The legendary a fuck you moment. Here we go. Fuck you, first of all, first and foremost. Speaking about going to the movie theater to see Maleficent with the wife, I always have my theater route, my theater routine. Uh, we'll go. That well, lately we've been having to stay in line because we go like opening night, and so we'll be like an hour early, just fucking standing around. But by the time we get in the theater, we take our seat. It's been pretty good seats thus far, the last handful of times. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to the movies more and more. We haven't, we, we didn't used to go. We fell out of it for a while, but I'd like to stay current. <laughs> so I'll sit there with her, or whoever I'm with, and uh, like five minutes before the movie's going to start, I'll get up and go take a piss. Because... I know you guys are probably like, oh, what a fucking dickhead. Because I got a small bladder. All right. And the worst thing in the world is watching a movie and having to piss really bad. So I go piss the last possible few minutes before the previews start. So I don't got to worry about it. All right. It's small, small bladder man problems. And I take care of those problems. But I think because I get up after I'm already sat down. People that are, I got to walk past, you know, in the, in the row, I think they get mad about that. Like, oh, this guy's fucking getting up. <laughs> you know, he's supposed to be sitting there the rest of the time. So I don't think they like uh, me doing that because it seems like more and more people are not moving their fucking feet. It's like the courteous thing to do. I do it without hesitation. If someone's coming... I scoop my, I, I tuck my feet in sideways as far back as I can so that they don't step on my feet or trip over my feet. First, I don't want them stepping on my feet. And secondly, I don't want them tripping. And because it's a goddamn courteous thing to do. But no, not everyone is as considerate as me, boys and girls. <laughs> Some of these assholes will leave their feet out there and not even move. It's like, yeah, you got to walk over my feet. Then there's like a few people sitting together. And it's like, you got to like, you know, stretch your fucking feet and then hold on to the seat and you, and you, and you piss that guy off because you're holding his seat and he's like, what the fuck, man? What are you touching my seat for? It's just a, it's just a mess. Am I to blame? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say fuck those people because I have the right to get my goddamn seat and then go, oh, I'm going to go get some popcorn or drinks or whatever I want to do. Okay. I don't got to do everything to begin with and then sit down and be sitting there for the rest of the goddamn time. I have the freedom to get up if I want to. So you be polite and you move your fucking hooves for me, all right? It, it was shocking how many people did not move their feet at all. It's uncalled for. Uh, so yeah, to those people, just extremely uncourteous. Is that a word? Uncourteous? Yeah, fuck you. Next. <laughs> this one is kind of weird. All right. 
I'm going to say fuck you to body hair. That's right. James, why, James? Some body hair is very sexually attractive. No, it's not. Like what? Well, James, sometimes, like, chest hair is nice. Are you talking from, in, like, a guy's point of view? I, I mean, James, um, maybe, like, landing strip on women? No, no. Don't try to save yourself. You're referring to men. I just... I'm gonna stop talking, James. Thank you. Everyone thanks you. That's the smartest thing you've ever said. Stop talking. Body hair. I'll tell you why. First of all, it really is annoying. We don't really need it, I don't think. There's no real excuse anymore to have it, right? It's not thick enough to keep us warm. Um, it doesn't look good, most of it. It's just annoying. Most people cut their hair off anyway. Most people groom everything nowadays. So I, you know, I've trimmed my leg hairs before because they will get bushy and it's just not a good look for me. <laughs> and then if I wear shorts, my legs look all fuzzy because the hair is all fucked up looking. Ugh, it's not a good look. So on top of that, I put some shorts on like uh, last week, took the kids to the park. Wouldn't you know it? Because out of all three of us, um, me and my son, uh, my daughter had pants on. Me and my son had shorts on. And because I got the fuzzy legs, I got attacked by fleas at the park. Do you believe that? He has no bites, and I got angry. <laughs> uh, the next day, I was itching like a mother. I got like five bites, all right? And they're all spread out, and they're annoying as fuck. And they were itchy. Now they're getting better, but I mean, that's just, uh, ugh. And, and the thing about fleas is, in relative to their size, they have huge fucking bites on people. It really blows my mind how big these bites get if you scratch them in comparison to a fucking flea. Ugh. Anyway. So I got I got pissed. Because I'm like, why, does, why did my son get any bites? <laughs> I got all the bites. James, you should be proud that you saved your son from all the agony of the flea bites. I didn't want to save him. He should get them all. I don't want to have flea bites and be annoyed. Okay? Let him be annoyed. He's young. <laughs> so, what did I do? What'd you do, James? I went into the bathroom the other day, before one of my showers, and I shaved my legs. <laughs> oh my god, James, that's not, that's not that bad. I know you would say that. James, what are you implying? Nothing. I did not shave them really. I more like trimmed them, trimmed them down very short. And oh man, I, first of all, I got to tell you, if there's anything positive to come out of this, I love the way my legs feel in pants after I've trimmed my leg hairs. <laughs> it's very refreshing. So fuck you to body hair. I don't like it. I went out of my way to remove it um, because I want to have the freedom to go to the park in my shorts. And not have to worry about getting bit. I'm curious now to see if I go back. If I'll get bit at all. It's really... It's not very common to have fleas at that park. I don't know if it was a fluke. Or what's going on. People do bring their animals to that park. But it was late. I, I take my kids there like at 9 o'clock at night. And we just walk around in the dark. And uh, play in the fucking... We just, it's, like a, it's like a private park. It's great. And, you know, the wife's at work, so it's like a Friday night. We'll walk to the park. We'll fuck around. They have a blast. 
you know, people actually were, are there walking around like exercising that late. And, uh, you know, there's a handful of people there, but there's no kids there. That's my point. So um, there you go. Fuck you to people that do not move their goddamn fucking hooves when you're trying to get through the aisles in the movie theater. And fuck you to body hair. All right. We need to evolve like much like the rattlesnakes do and not rattle their shake the rattles anymore. We need to evolve and stop growing body hair. There's no purpose for it anymore. And and frankly, I'm tired of it. And so I and you know what? I got proactive about it. I, I did something about it. I removed it. Not all of it, but you know, a lot of it. So people and their goddamn feet in the movie theater. And and body hair. And you know, and fleas for that matter. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh yeah. All right, that's gonna do it. The show is over. All done. This is the last one before ManFest 2014. It turns out this one's a goddamned, God-blessed trip. Trip, tripped, trip. A goddamned, God-blessed trip. So we've been blessed. Look at that. So uh, you will hear updates about that, how that went. Not too many details because, hey, it's for men. It's a festival of men. And... uh you know, you're not you're not supposed to be privy to all information. Just some, just whatever I see fit. So uh, that's that's. Just, <clears throat> hopefully, that's a good time. Hopefully, we have some funny stories, and hopefully, I get to see the the wetback camp Nazi once more. James, who's the wetback camp Nazi? She's the woman who is like the ranger type chick that runs the campground. The same one we're going back to. She's the one that told us not. Don't touch the snow flower. Whatever you do, don't touch the snow flower. It's rare and do not touch it. <laughs> oh, I really hope we get to run into her again. Barbert despised her and I get so much joy out of seeing his reaction to her. His, uh, the, his look of disgust on his face. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Hopefully, Manfest 2014 goes well and uh, I'll see you after that. Oh, I can't wait to be up there in the woods. Tomorrow's my last day of work, Thursday. Friday, I have off. We're leaving early, and I just want to relax, have a beer, have some laughs, make fun of Lido, and uh, do some fun activities. All right, enough bragging about my extravagance. <laughs> I will see you next time, boys and girls. Until then, and always, stay dangerous, my friends. Later. Thank you.